All right, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I guess the Colgan thing got into the set this morning and everything and thrown it out. But we're making even without our theme song. We'd like to say good morning to everybody. It's a wonderful day. It's just a good, great day to be here. It's a great day to be alive. We're blessed to be alive. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But we have things here going on that uh, we got to address. This is a weekend that, wow, there's so much to address that it's unreal. Just a few, right now, starting with a few of the highlights. We're going to address. Well, wait a minute. Before I go into anything we're going to address, we're going to talk about uh, this is our winter pledge drive. And we're going to need your tax-deductible pledges coming in at 972-647-1893. We're going to need your pledges coming in. We're going to need your pledges coming in. We're going to need your pledges coming in. But at the same time, you know, I always allow uh, my listeners to call. Uh, They're going to ask you, would you like to make a pledge? You can say yes or no. We give you the option. Hopefully you will make one. But if you don't, you still can talk on my show. You can still talk. You still. We are, are the voice of the people, and this is what the station was founded for. And this is what it's all about, being the voice of the people. But we do not depend on corporations, uh, you know, certain groups or anything to finance KNON. We uh, depend on you. This is why we can take on any subject and talk about it and give you an opportunity to give your opinions, uh, take your actions on it. We give you that. And so this is why, this is why, this is why uh, we allow you to talk. We allow you to talk. This is why. And uh, so 972-647-1893 is the number to call, is the number to call. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. And uh, when we um, get rolling, we're going to get going because we got callers are calling in right now. Um, (laughs) I haven't thrown the subject out there yet, but... Most of you who listen to my show pretty well can tell exactly what I'm going to talk about. The issues that are hot out there this, this at this time, we'll, we'll uh, be talking about those issues. All right, all right, all righty. Let's see here. And we'd like to thank all of the pledges. We'd like to thank all of the pledges. We'd like to thank all of the pledges. Well, I'm going to thank you, Brother Dennis McQueenie. All right, Brother Travis Johnson, uh, Vaughn Wallace, 
Kevin Reed. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Kevin Reed. Joe Thomas, Patricia Green, Malcolm Robinson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Robert Petrie. Thank you, sir. Curtis Reed. Thank you, sir. James Lee. Thank you, sir. James Collins, Joyce Foreman. Oh, thank you. Otto Otto Isa. Bill Anonymous. Kenneth Rhodes. James Smith. Corey Rutherford. We'd like to thank y'all. These are just some of our pledges here. And uh, we are getting on the air. And uh, we're taking your press drive 972. 647-1893-972-647-1893. Yes, gentlemen, let's cut it down some. You can hear it over there. Yes, thank you. All righty. 972-647-1893. Thank you, thank you. Y'all are calling. Y'all calling, y'all calling, y'all. Our lines are lit up already this morning. Ready, ready to go. Ready to go, ready to go. Yes. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. But we got uh, so many things. You can make your pledges on and you can talk on. We got so much here. I'll be coming to it in just a moment. In just a moment, I know we're trying to get something situated because uh, we got people that that are here taking pledges and everything, and trying to get you in. And if you don't get in, then just call right back. Call right back. Call right back. Call back. Try to get in. Try to get in, please. And uh, we got because we're going to talk about situations like Wolfie Goldberg. We're going to talk about that. What do you think of this situation with Wilfred Goldberg and ABC News? They laid off for two weeks, and what do you think about that? And then what do you think about all these bombing threats to black colleges? Isn't that something? It's something. And then there's the football coach at... Miami, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he's suing the NFL for racial discrimination. That's what he's suing over. Racial dis- discrimination. On of the 33 teams in the NFL, only one black coach that's Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, but 70% of the players are black. And only one black coach, and it's been like that for years. Yes, they used to have their quarters of 9 and 10. A long time, the Cowboys had that. But still, but still, in today's time, when the players just about the whole league, that's almost three-fourths of the league is black players, and only one black head coach. 
Isn't that something? These, all of these guys who are elite players and everything, but all they can do is play. And they can't coach and teach others how to do the many skillful things that these African-American players uh, uh, are doing. They can't teach that to others and teach how to play football, call the right plays at the right time. You know, just different things going on. And uh, we, we're looking at this. We're looking at this. I know you're dialing 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. I know you can call that. I know you can call that number. 972-647-1893. They all are really lighting the lines up. They lighting them up. All right, I'm getting signals from PA already. We got some people want to talk. <laughs> and uh, all right. Yeah. I'm so glad it don't get too cold for y'all to talk. Y'all ready to go, and now we're ready for you. All right, Pierre, I guess... Yeah, bring, bring a few calls on. Good right morning, now. everybody. And we have uh, Eddie on uh, line three. Eddie? Yes. Already? Good morning, Eddie. Is he there? Yes. Go right ahead, Eddie. Uh, good morning, Greg. Good, good morning. How are you doing this morning? I can't lose with the stuff I use. I know that's right. I know because it, it is the best of the best. PTL, Genesis to Revelation, and it's thought that brings us on this Mr. Flores situation. Uh-huh. We have to raise Lazarus. Yeah. We got a call to mm -hmm. tell these people we can't stand for it. Mm -hmm. Everybody, this man is qualified. He says he was raised to do this and he practices it. And he had a winning season. Well, you know what? Uh, 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 what I look at on on things like that, I remember who was probably the most famous of all the great defensive linemen. Let's go back, go oh, thirty years or more, something like that. You remember who's the who's the most well known lineman in football? I said Mr. Green. Joe Green. But he never, they never, now they, 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 they turned this thing around with Mr. Tomlin. But Mr. Tomlin has a job because of what Joe Green did in trying to get on as a head coach with the Steelers. They wouldn't hire him back then. In fact, they took the best quarterback, probably the best in the league at the time, and benched him and put up Terry Bradshaw. And a witness to that situation is Terry Bradshaw himself. He said he knew he wasn't supposed to have been starting. Should have been Joe Gilliam. Do you remember right. that? Yes, Joe Gilliam was far better than Terry Bradshaw, but he was black. They wouldn't let him, they wouldn't let him start. They wouldn't even let him start and wouldn't let Joe Green coach after an illustrious career and becoming the most famous line lineman, defensive lineman in football at the time. 
So, uh, you know, have have anything changed since then? I wonder. Have it's not these billionaires. They have a right to run their business. However, it's total discrimination. It's racism. It's bigotry. Simple as that. Yeah, but see, they don't. They don't have a special ticket for black people. They don't. They don't. They might have special seating. I don't know. But I know black people go to their games. Black people yeah. watch television and watch those commercials and spend their money like everybody else. Yeah, black se- uh, season ticket holders like everyone else. But why is it that they just don't want black coaches? What is it? What's the problem? We you black, get back. Now, do you think uh, Brian Flores will... Ever get a job in the NFL now? Now that he filed this discrimination suit? Well, I pray and see that he does. They may not want him to, but uh, let's work it the right way. I see him in the chair again, coaching. You see him in? The, you see him coaching again? I can. Oh, you don't think this is this equals to uh, like the young man? That took a knee. Kaepernick. He, he, yeah, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, he uh, can't get a job as a quarterback. He can't get a job in the NFL because of what he did. They openly discriminate. They openly reject this young man. And uh, he was a good quarterback. And uh, why, 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 why he can't get a job is because he stood up. So, uh, have anything changed? Well, there's one coming greater than uh, Mr. Kaepernick and Mr. Mahomes. I see it happening and will not be denied. All right. I believe you're right. I really believe you're right. I really believe it. And uh, really, people are just going to have to we're just going to have to demand change. Let's be fair with this thing. Uh, we don't boast about it. You rarely hear any, any uh, people talk about it, but we have to admit the African-American athlete is as great or uh, greater than any athlete on earth. We have to admit that. It's not something I'm just saying. It proves itself every time there's a game. It proves itself. Yes. But we thank you for your call. We thank you. Thank you, Great Reverend. Uh Uh-huh. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. It's 720. uh, We got up against a short break. And we are... Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back and ready, and you can reach me at 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? And we have uh, Jennifer on uh, line four. Jimmy? Jennifer. All righty. Good morning. You're on KNON. 
Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I hear you fine. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, um, sat in my yesterday. Well, I uh, well, I'm going to let him part you up a little bit now. Okay, part up some. Right. Okay. Now, now go ahead. Okay, so I watched the movie called The 24th Century. It was um, based on the story from 1917, where there were um, a group of young black men uh-huh. that faced racial, racial um, injustice. And mm-hmm. instead of just facing it, they went out and um, Dallas, well, my name is not even Dallas, but someone here in Texas, and they um, retaliated against those who were trying to oppress them, and they were hung. Then later on, I watched the movie of Isaac Woodward, who was blinded in uniform on his way home. Mm-hmm. And um, nobody has ever paid for the injustice that they received, right? And the one gentleman, um, I forget the officer's last name, I think it was Bates, something like that. They took him to court and the jury found him innocent, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody ever paid for those prophecies that happened to us. And I want to say my, my grandmother was born in um, 1904. And so we go back 100 years before that, and these things still exist. And if you come forward right now today, mm-hmm. the Republicans are taking away our ability to vote. And I think they're trying to put us back in heart inside of that mindset where slavery will take and I'm thinking, what can we do as a people want to protect ourselves to, to um, not let this happen again? Because it's, um, it's more than tiresome. I'm just very, very tired of how we're treated as okay. a brown could, could you hold right there? Uh, we, yeah. We're having our pleasure. I need to get, get you potted up some. Because I'm getting some signals that uh, people not hearing and understanding you. And I really want to hear your call. I really, I want to hear them all. But yours sound very interesting uh, here. Could you part her up just a little bit more? Part the caller up. Part, part her up a little bit. Turn it up. We have a... Um... Uh, no, no, no. I'm with, I, I've still got the same caller, but I couldn't hear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, uh, Jennifer. Can you maybe um, you know uh, speak like closer to your microphone? Yeah, because I think we have hard time to hear. Yeah. Okay. Is she up high? She go. Jennifer. Yes, I'm here. Can you okay. Hear me? Okay. The sound okay, is go, better. Go, go right ahead. Explain that because some people are saying they didn't, they couldn't hear it. All right. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, good morning, Pastor Barnett. I'm just good morning. As a as a, a brown woman, I'm tired. Like yesterday, I sat and watched two movies about us. One was um the four, the 24th century infancy about um it was a story based in 1917 uh, in Dallas, Texas, where these men who were brown were here and they still faced racial. Um, injustice in mm-hmm. uniform, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of um, just, you know, taking it, they retaliated and went to town and they killed a lot of people. 
Mm-hmm. But these are people who are the footprints, right? And mm-hmm. the United States government brought them all, all, the whole platoon, and 16 of them were killed, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then I watched the movie called um, Isaac Woodward. This gentleman was on his way home in full uniform with badges and everything for his display of honor. And he simply asked me to back him and the white, um, the white man cussed him up. And when he cussed back, he mm. saw some police officers, you know, and they took him off the bus and they gouged his eyes out, right? And mm. they got away, even though they brought the gentleman, the, the, the officer, they pressed her him, the all-white jury, and the court system set him free. And I am saying, as a, a, a brown woman, that I'm, I'm only 56, and this has been going on since my, before my grandmother was born, who was born in 19. This is how we took injustice, and the United States government and Republicans are trying to set us back by taking, out, taking our right to vote, making it harder for us. What are we going to do? I'm so tired of the injustice that is bestowed upon us. What do we do? I'm not, I'm not going back. We're not going to go back. We're not going to go back to slavery. That's never going to happen, but that's the way they're trying to take us. And I'm tired mm-hmm. of being a black woman with children, young women and young men mm-hmm. that are younger than me that are coming into this well, uh, you saying they 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 are they threatened to take those those people back to slavery, and uh, when we looking at what's happening today, you see some of the same things, the same attitudes are being shown today. That uh, there are those that are out there that would like to take us back to slavery. Yeah. You saying that? Well, I I definitely can't disagree with you. <laughs> Not in the least bit. The attitude, take the, what they call this insurrection there on yes. January 6th of last mm-hmm. year, of uh, mm-hmm. 20. Uh, well, it's a year, two years now. But it's, it's really... Well, it was 21. Well, it's really a symptom of an underlying problem in America that there are those who are not happy with the American government setting or allowing other people their rights as citizens of being free. You got people who don't want everybody free in this country because they are afraid that they can't they can't compete on level ground. They've got to have the advantage all the way in order to compete. And when they when you bring about parity, they're really angry for the simple fact that they have been taught and believe, uh, some of them believe, some don't believe, that they are superior to others. And this is a situation we've got to deal with. People want to, want to be have the superior role or place 
because if it, everything's equal, they won't be ahead of some other people. That's all to it. That's, that's what it's all about. They're not superior. And see, white supremacy, it's a lot of people don't understand that, what people are really talking about. They're, they want supremacy, they want the superior stance, but they're not superior in thinking or in attitude or anything, not superior. All right. Now, thank you for your call. The closing line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Who do we have? And we have uh, Ike on uh, line two. All righty. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Real Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Doing great, Real Barnett. You got a great show going on and talking about racism and the disparities mm -hmm. that we suffer. Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring up something else that we, uh, Miss Arnold called in last week and she was going to inform us about the quarterback sneak they're trying to pull on us over here at this hospital on Hampton. That's uh, right, that's right. We Don't right. worry, we're going to get to that too. All right. Uh, oh, we yeah. Need to, uh, we, need, we need affordable health care and quality, you know, health mm -hmm. in our community and for them to come in and make that out of something that we didn't agree to or never was discussed with us. I think, you know, we have a, some problems with some leadership downtown. So I just wanted to bring that up, and I'm glad you're talking about all this racism that's going on because it's in the city council, it's in the, the DISD, it's in every, every aspect of life for black people. Mm -hmm. We see discrimination, so yeah. I, I just glad you bringing it up because some things I don't understand, and some things they're not explaining to us. Because uh, I was listening to you talking about Whoopi Goldberg, and uh, she might have, they might say she misspoke on some things, but uh, it wasn't a death blow, Reverend Barnett. But well, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. It does say it is a death blow, but every time. Uh, they can talk about our history not being taught, but they want to make sure that their history is, you know, is accurate. So that's all I wanted to say, and mm -hmm. thank you for taking my call, and I'm going to make room because i got to try to make a pledge. So thank you, Reverend Boyd. Uh, I thank you. But uh, I'll tell you this. I've heard it. I haven't heard it spoke on local or national TV or anything else, radio, whatever. Rufy, Whoopi did not get it wrong. She was right. She was right on the way. Here's what. Judaism, or Jewish, that's a religion, not a race. What, what are you backing? I'm backing myself from the book where all of this came from. This came out of the Bible. And if you check this, you take secular people have taken the Bible and using certain terms and certain words that they don't even understand. They hadn't studied. They talk about this anti-Semitism. That word Semitism, uh, whatever they trans comes from one of the sons of Noah 
His name was Shem. That's what the word Semitism come from. And you, the, you cannot trace their ancestry back to Shem. The ancestry of these people. Now, you have to look at the, what is there before them. Who did God choose as his chosen people? Who are the children of Israel? See, you can be Jewish by faith. That's what it is. It's a religion. I remember when Sammy Davis Jr. changed his uh, uh, from over from Christianity to Judaism. Well, you don't find the word Judaism anywhere in the Bible, but we is accepted today to point out their religion. That's a religion. And those who were of the children of Israel were basically descendants of Ham and, J- and, and Shem. The people that are most of the people that we see now today and call Jews are descendants of Japheth. They're, they're Japheth descendants. Uh, this comes from ill teaching in the Bible. She said nothing derogatory about anybody. She said that it shows man's inhumane treatment to other men, which is true. We are very, mankind is very, very terrible toward each other. This is what she was talking about, saying racism had nothing to do. Man is just really mean and detrimental to other men. This is what Wolfie was saying. And those pundits who are trying to comment on this, they're not biblical scholars. And your white biblical scholars will not explain this to you. They know it. They know what it what she was saying. But they won't explain it to you. And she was not attacking people of the Jewish faith. She was if that's what it is. It's not a race. It's a religion, and too many Jewish people I've been around big time tell me that. We'll tell you in a minute. We are a religion, not a race. They will tell you that. All righty. We thank you. All right. Thank you, Ram Bonnet. Uh-huh. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? I know we're up close. Here, right? We have Sojourner on line three. All right, Sojourner. All righty. Good morning, Sojourner. Hello? I can hear you. Seem like you're washing dishes or something. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, you, you hit it right there. The scripture does say that these were the descendants of Jephite and they adopted the, the Jewish religion. Yes. Well, see, 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 here's what. They adopted the, that religion. Uh, all of this basically took place closely around 
when they were, he was changing languages and different things. See, God judged man in their, those early years on land and language. And you have to know, truly, really know the Bible. Not just glossing over, but you have to really know the Bible to understand what was really happening. At the Tower of Babel, man was really divided up. Because when they could not understand each other by different languages, this would mean he had told them to go and, and, and replenish the whole earth. They were sticking together too close. So, to spread, cause man to spread, he changed the language of people. And the people that are accepting Judaism, the religion of the Most High God, they were mostly what were known as Gentiles who came in. Where did they come from? Where most of these Gentiles came from? They came from Greece. They came from Italy. They came from Europe. They were the Gentiles. They came into Israel in 785 B.C. They began to flood the country out and they accepted the Most High God and they called themselves Jews. But they were not of the children of Israel. The children of Israel were black because God had dealt with Africa, in Africa, with African people. And uh, the, uh, uh, the Gentiles had spread it the lie that the, the white race, blonde hair, blue eye, all that, were pure people, were very, you know, uh, good people, and they were not like other people. So they had to change, they even put pictures in the Bible right. and made them look, made it look like all famous, powerful, biblical characters were white. That was not true. Most biblical characters you will find, the great ones from David, David was black. All of them. Moses was black. All these people were of African descent people. They were descendants of Ham and Shem. Yeah. But our our black preachers have failed to teach their people. This, This is why so much it's being said that saying that Whoopi was ignorant of, of the social. No, Whoopi is not ignorant of it. No. It's no. those who don't know, right. who really don't know the Bible. They're the ones that are ignorant yeah. of this whole situation. Yes. Let me ask you one question. Uh, do you think that we've come back to the time of Babel? Okay. Where mankind is now able to communicate, everybody can communicate, and I'm talking about the that rock, that satellite they sent up that they say can go so far and, and see back in time. Have we come back, basically symbolically speaking, about the, to the time of Babel where we find to go up to where God is? What you think about that? No, I don't think we can go to where God is because I know, I know we can. God, God, God is everywhere. Yeah, I know we can. <laughs> He's everywhere. I know we can't. Uh-huh. I know we can't. But the the ideal of man, the ideal of man to make such a bold statement and try to 
build this tower like what they like they did in the Tower of Babel. Yeah, I know, it's, but look here, I, I, I put him on hold, and I want to come back to him. Uh, we're up against a short break. We got a we, we got a break, and uh, we'll come back and talk to you immediately after the break. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back. We're back. Uh, is the, that caller still on? Yeah, we're still here. You still there? All right. Here's what. We have not learned the truth of the Bible because there were those who changed the images. Even in the Sistine Chapel, uh, where Michelangelo painted God the Father as uh, it was a really a painting of his grandfather that looked like him, who was a white man. And all these icons and pictures and things have changed because in Europe right now, the most holiest shrine until this day in Europe is the Black Madonna. All European leaders go by and worship the Black Madonna during Christmas season. We there's so much going on, so much been hidden for us that we have not taken out the time. And and we got people now against critical race theory who don't really want the truth to be told and taught to our children. They don't want it to be known that the lies that have been perpetrated upon mankind for the last 250 years here in America let alone in the white uh, that they, they have. Now, take the white man. When did he become and declared him, declare himself a white man? When did he say he wanted to be called a white man? You know? No, I don't. It was in 1669. Oh, okay. He wasn't called a white man before then. He was known as a, a pale or a light color, but... As a white man, he demanded to be called that in 1669. And see, it's so much that's that's been hidden from people in our society where they are calling Whoopi Goldberg ignorant. And when she's knowledgeable and what ABC did was wrong. They were wrong. They were wrong for doing this. Instead of that... That, that executive that found her, she should have went back and checked her history. She would have understood what Whoopi was really saying. That white people killed white people in Germany. If a Jewish person walked up to me right now, I couldn't tell if he was just a, a, a white man or if he's a Jew. I wouldn't know. How can you tell? Yeah. Well, when they are well, European... Jews, but the Jews of the Bible were black. Yeah. Now, they killed a lot of black people in Germany, too. Hitler killed a lot. Oh, yeah, well, and a lot of black soldiers, the stories that I told about Germany, a lot of black soldiers freed a lot of people who was called Germans. Well, why did they want to kill I mean Jews. Why they wanted to kill the Jews? Because the Jews took the Bible and understood these people that call themselves Jews. They understood the Bible. 
And they understood by sticking together, working together everywhere they went in Germany, they would take over those towns and, and, and cities and different places, and they'd run the businesses and everything. This was what Hitler was angry about. In fact, let me tell you all something. Hitler was a Jew. Did you know that? Yeah, he wasn't an Aryan. Most people don't know that. Hitler was a Jew. Yeah, he wasn't an Aryan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, now, let me back to my question about the Tower of Babel. Give me some your thoughts on that. The Tower of Babel? Yeah, well, they were trying themselves trying to get around God. Yeah. To yeah, get well, to heaven without they, going through God. And, yeah. And, they, and they, he they, went they down and confused them by confusing their language and different things like that. Yeah. That's what it was all about. Yeah, but today, with them trying to, with this satellite there, there that was by all your industrialized nations. It wasn't just the United States. Every nation in the world got in on that, was part of that project. Mm -hmm. And, and their, their purpose is to go, as, as everybody knows, to go back and look in time mm -hmm. and see where the, the origin of the universe came from. And so my question to you, are we... Have we come back to the Tower of Babel? Is this 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 building of this satellite to do what it's supposed to do? Is that saying the same thing that the mindset was during the time of Babel? There are some good things to uh, trust science on, uh, such as this COVID virus. Trust science on that. Take the uh, I follow their lead on that, but science cannot prove God. Amen. You can't do it. No matter why you try, you right. cannot take science and prove God. Right. God is over and above and far beyond the science, the things that man can come up with. Okay? I got to understand that. All right. I thank you for your call and comment. That, All right. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have? Eric on line four. Eric, all righty. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Reverend Brennan, how you doing? Fine, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Reverend Brennan. I'm getting better. I took some lonely, man. I've been feeling a lot better. So, uh, I really <coughs> get this show in the road, so I get in this gym, but I got to go through like seven more pills. I'm going to give them money when I go to help them. So, I went Friday when I got my check, but okay. the snow was, they wasn't open because the snow was out there. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to say, I remember, I don't believe them white folks really mad at black folks. I mean, if they, they do, they mad at the one that don't want to work. That's what they mad at, because they say, well, I'm, I'm working hard, I'm trying to get you a place to stay, and you don't want to help me work and take care of you. Mm -hmm. That's why he get mad at us, man. That's exactly why he mad at black folks, man. But we work hard, too, in sports and stuff. All right, why would he, why, 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 why do you think he would be uh, mad with us? Why would he be mad with us? And uh, we didn't mistreat him. I understand that. He mistreated us. That's real, We can't do it about it, man, because he controlled the world with all this shit he made, man. He always controlled his world with all this shit that he made. Well, you don't think God has control? God is in control, but man gonna always do what he says he's gonna do. He don't believe in God. He believe in all this shit he make. That's his God. Yeah. This yeah. TV, this phone, this radio. People all be controlled the world with this shit. Well, not the world, the thing that in it, and that's what he do. That this way he live, God made him that way, man. And then he gonna do about it. 
He just, if God loved black folk the best, that's just what God gonna do. God do what he wants to do. If he made white man the most evil thing on earth, he's the most evil thing on earth. But God say, love your enemy, because he will kill your ass if you don't help him work. He will kill you, man. He'll make you homeless. He'll make you anything. You don't help him work, because he's scared. He don't want to know what he got. Do you blame him for not wanting to do that? <laughs> do you blame him? Have you been boxing lately? Man, I've still been exiled. I take three pills, run two miles less than 25 minutes. I'm uh, 60 years old, man. I'm you're 60 years old now? Gym, man. And doing that? I'm, you, you're 60, I'm still, you turn man, I 60? I five days a week. Yeah. I run five days a week, two miles a day. All and, right. And I'm three pills. Mm-hmm. I done been through like 30 pills already. I got to get seven more and I'll be ready to go. All right. So, my cousin... So I'm hoping Joe give me in the gym by at the end of this year. Okay. Or uh, President Biden, they gave me a stimulus check this month. I went and spent four dollars in and shell food, and then but one pill worked. I've been going. I've been through about two hundred pills in the last thirty years that didn't work. Out of thirty pills, out of thirty some pills that work. Man, when you when you go through them pills, you gotta have your girl right beside you, man, because them pills will mess you up. You got to have a woman when you go in the health food store. Them people, when they say that shit, they don't know. They don't know what that shit do. They making money. They got to make All right. Money. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, thank you. I'll talk thank to you, you later, okay? All right. Bye-bye. Now, clear the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next? Beverly on line one. Beverly. Beverly? Good morning, Beverly. Good morning, Beverly. She not there? Is she gone? Good morning, sir. Beverly? Maybe she, uh... Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, we have someone else on the line one, but uh, I don't know the name. I just took another call. All right. Good morning. You on Kino in. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Yes, is this Miss Foreman? Yes, this is Joyce Foreman. Uh, yeah, I thought that was, uh, it sounded like uh, it. Trying to tell him that I wanted to pledge also, so I'll call back in to do the pledge. Oh, you wanted to but, pledge also? Uh-huh. Right, but you can put me on hold after I speak, and I'll be glad to uh, give my pledge. All right, okay, sure thing. Uh-huh. I just wanted to speak on uh, three things very, very quickly. Uh, the first one is um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I think the the big issue for me is is that um, they suspended her for two days uh, from work because of what she said, speaking her truth. And and quite often, um, people speak about African Americans and don't speak the truth, but they are not suspended for not speaking the truth. Um, they're able to just move forward. And uh, to say it, it was for her to reflect also was wrong because you are right. Uh, Judaism is a religion. Uh, remember, it. one of the most famous black Jews was Sammy Davis Jr. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and people seem to forget that. So, so uh, that's absolutely correct. Uh, yeah. The second thing I'd like to just say very quickly is I'm disappointed that we're talking about uh, homes for the homeless in our neighborhoods 
without a conversation with the people in the neighborhood to see if that's something that they wanted. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm certainly one that uh, believes that uh, we should help the homeless. But when you're putting up something that is very close to a school, a library, and a park, and you haven't spoken to anybody about it, mm -hmm. um, that is a real concern for me. And I hope this community will rally against that. Okay. Have them to uh, do something that can help the homeless in an area that's not going to affect our immediate community. The what, way that that would is. you tell us, where is this area? Well, the area... Where's the area that they're putting the want to put it in? It's at the hospital on uh, Hampton and Illinois. Hampton, and Illinois. Is, mm -hmm. So we have an elementary school there. Yeah, Brashear. Elementary school. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Tyler Brashear. Yeah, JT Brashear. Yeah, we should not want to do that uh, in that area. There are other areas that we can talk about are doing that, but that is just the wrong area. And we need affordable uh, health care in our community. Yeah, that's right. The hospital south of the Trinity. Why would we want to do that? That's not even thinking. Well, and I, I'm very upset and concerned about that. Well, the same people that are giving us a clinic on the 28th of this month over there at uh, uh uh, Marcellus in Ann Arbor giving us a mm -hmm. 4,000 square foot clinic. That's a large clinic. And they're having that now. They wanted the hospital. They want the hospital first. Oh, I'm I'm but we, but we, we got people with the city that's undermining us and keeping this medical desert prevalent right there uh, in the community that they could really that that's it. Have you have you ever been inside that uh, hospital? The hospital on uh, Hampton. Uh, Hampton, oh, of course, yes, sir. It's very nice. Oh, it's nice. It's a nice facility. Yeah. Um, and, mm -hmm. and and we can't afford to have people that that would do that to the community. But I'm I'm gonna tell you, it's all about the money. And, and these uh, multi-millionaires come in and rob our community. I'm dealing with the situation at Redbird where they're trying to put in a child care facility uh -huh. and, and take business away. And that's Dallas ISD, take business away from our uh, child care providers. I'm not going to sit back and just let that happen. Well, it might happen, but it won't happen without a big ruckus out of me. I'm not going to play with them that way. Well, DISD... Uh, killed a whole lot of daycare centers and black businesses in, in our community. Within yeah, our community. They did. They, the DISD was detrimental on child care centers and different things that, that were businesses that, that employed people and different things like that. They shut them down by offering this uh you know, people say they like it this free pre-K, but it's been proven that when they go into an institution like that, so young, children don't Im improve. I did a study on it, and we found out they don't. They don't do anything. Well, a lot of times it's uh, it's a cultural shock, and mm -hmm. it's just a lot of things involved. And very quickly, because I know I don't have long. But uh -huh. I also like to uh, tell the community that you need to stay aware 
and engaged on the new uh, the process to get a new superintendent for Dallas ISD. Oh, yes, because it seems like as if they've already chose huh, well, to be tried, superintendent. They tried to pull a fast one uh, by uh, uh, going outside of a procurement process and selecting search firms. Well, I had to really... Um, act up and um, they did go back and put out a notice so that other people could participate uh, and my understanding is in one week's time four other firms have come forward to say they wanted to participate but what they did was they uh, allowed the Dallas ISD attorney to the board to give them the names of search firms. He already has a search firm himself but give them the name of search firms and thought that was going to be uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't okay with me. Yeah, I tell you what, Trustee okay. Foreman, uh, uh, I'm up against big, but I'm going to put you on hold. And uh, we'll, take, uh, we'll take this short break, and then we'll come back with you. Okay? Yes, sir. All right, put her yes. on hold, and we'll come All right, we're ready to go for hour number two, inviting you to Heavenly Joy Church, 9.30 tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, 9.30, uh, Marion Barnett Sr. on Facebook tomorrow morning. Come worship with us. Come learn of the Bible. Truly learn of it. And uh, on tomorrow morning, 9.30, Marion Barnett Sr. There we go. All righty. Uh, Miss Foreman, is, are you still there? Miss Hello? Uh, are you there? All righty. All righty. Yes, sir. I'm here. Go right ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, I, I wanted to just um, make the, the public aware um, that their involvement in this superintendent process is going to be extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, we continue to we continue to struggle with African American students being behind on in almost every area, uh, and there's a reason for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Most people know that I did not vote for Superintendent Inahosa to come back. I mm-hmm. did not vote for a raise, nor did I vote for a five year contract mm-hmm. um, because uh, I knew the history, and we have a lot of work to do with our children. It's not that that our children uh, can't learn. It's the way we're going about it. And we need a superintendent that's going to be more in tune to make sure that our children get the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, the public is going to have to help with this process as we go through it because there are people who um, think that they've already picked the next superintendent. Mm-hmm. And those people are not people who look like us nor are they people who are interested in making sure that our children get everything that they need. So I'm just asking the public to stay aware. And when um, there are public meetings uh, to talk about Mm -hmm. superintendent selection, that the public needs to be engaged and involved. And you need to be telling your trustees what you are looking for. The people who you have elected, you need to be telling them what you are looking for in a superintendent, what you expect. Oh, then you how many trustees are cognizant of really what's going on in the district and would, would, would select 
a truly good superintendent for all children. Uh, do well, do, do we have that luxury of telling the, the having trustees who have that mindset? Well, I, we struggle, but, but by the same token, it doesn't mean that the community should not take this opportunity mm-hmm. to inform their trustees of what they're looking for and their expectations of their trustees. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people telling me all the time what they expect of me, and I don't have any problem with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some things I agree with, some things I don't. But by the same token, I'm elected to represent them, so I'm listening to what their concerns are. And if we don't get concerned about educating our children, uh, where will we be? Most of us came through the public school system, mm-hmm. and so we know what can happen, and we need to insist that it happens in our community. All right. Okay. This is so wonderful. This is wonderful. Much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And thank you very much for the information. Yes, sir. That's line, 972-647-1893. Uh, who do we have on next? We have uh, Reverend Wright on the line three. Ah, uh, good morning. Good morning, preacher. Uh, good morning. Good morning, preacher. We are... Should I, yeah, should I hang it up now? Reverend Wright, you there? Dan Hurts pulled back. Reverend told me. Oh, yeah. Reverend Wright, you there? I'm sorry. Is, uh, I don't know if Reverend Wright's there. Bring on Ms. Arnold on. Bring Ms. Arnold on in if he's not coming. Okay. Yeah, bring Ms. Arnold on line 40. She's going to call right back. Oh, she, y'all hung up on her? Yeah. Yeah, uh, because... Uh, I'm getting feedback on Reverend Wright's line. I, don't, I can't get him up. Reverend Wright, you there? Uh, I can't get either one. All right, bring up another one. Bring. All right. We have a councilwoman, uh, Caroline Arnold, on line one. All right. She's on line one now. Yes. Okay. Good morning, councilwoman. Good morning. How are you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? Oh, fine. Just everyone trying to stay uh, stay cold. We're going to stay cool. <laughs> stay cold. <laughs> yeah. You're going to cool it. All right. I got that right. Oh, that's you good. Remember when being cool was really the hot thing. I know that's right. But being for having these conversations this morning, but to be, I agree, you know, we can pick you, the conversation around, I think I'm just going to talk about racism, all those things to talk about the suppression and the omission and the African American people, but we still have to decide when we want to show up at the day. Yes, we do. Just discuss. We've got to continue reflecting and understanding that we're not playing the role that we should in advocating for the education of our children when it comes to the equity. Because mm-hmm. so that's the key to success of all these individuals that we're fighting for. You know, you've worked hard through the years to be able to pass the time. We can't pass yes, the time yes, to folks yes. spend that time making the, the, the minor things the major things. We need to make yes. the major the, the minor to minor. So we mm-hmm. want to support our performance, but also just quickly uh, around uh, the voting. We need mm-hmm. to stay woke on this race for the replacement for Congresswoman Johnson. 
Right. Because God didn't have an understanding that that's a very powerful position. Okay. Now, folks are talking about what haven't happened and all of that, but during her tenure okay. as, as our representative, she's brought in millions of dollars. Many millions of dollars. Millions. And so folks yes. don't know their history. Talk, as you hear some people talk about, and we talk about someone about the history, you don't know the history. So mm-hmm. we need someone that can, who's been in this community, understand the needs and know how to fight and not afraid to get in the fight, but know how to fight with knowledge mm-hmm. and experience willing to work with the elders. So I'm going to, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, when it comes to, we talked this morning about, I heard the, the conversation around that hospital I told you were going to call in today. Right. Uh, we're hoping uh, that hospital on Hampton that closed somewhere, I guess, in 2016, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. That hospital has been sitting free dormant for a couple of years. And we talk about the need for health care equity. Mm-hmm. It's just a conversation. Now, we know the city does not, we're not necessarily in the healthcare business, but I can tell you that through advocacy, just as we talk about food deserts, we talk about, we need to talk about healthcare deserts and understand yes, that there are hospitals. Mm-hmm. I think all of those are mostly in the north. Mm-hmm. And you have one that kind of sort of serves about located on Colorado. And the other on what the Duncan, uh, the, uh, the Duncanville, uh, DeSoto. Well, I, that's, uh, what is that, Wheatland Road? It's Wheatland where? Road, I don't know that that's, uh-huh. I don't know if it's really Dallas. But mm-hmm. just think about what happens if you're injured here on Redbird Lane and Polk Street. If you have a serious injury, you run a real serious chance of not being uh, able to get the service you need to use. That's right, that's right. That's so, correct. So when we look at when we look at that line, most of your major medical facilities across are across the, the Trinity. But mm-hmm. I can tell you through the, with uh, the renovation of Redbird Mall, mm-hmm. the, I, I think it's probably still the same name. A commissioner, John Wiley Price, worked with the city officials, and I think with Council Member Janelle uh, Ashton, mm-hmm. to make sure at a Parkland facility in the Redbird Mall, so that we could get some resemblance of health care. Mm-hmm. So we have to end uh, Council Member Atkins for his work and Commissioner Price for that joint effort to get us health care. So we're mm-hmm. continuing to have conversation now on the hospital. Uh, what That is in District 3. I think I mentioned that and that is in Council Member uh, Casey Thomas's district. Mm-hmm. The concern that out of it and the reason that I am in here as a Council Member, I am representing District 4, which is Within 200 feet of that facility. Yeah, y'all almost rub shoulders together there. Uh So on the D4 side, in that Peace Park area in particular, uh, there's extreme concern about the lack of what they have defined as transparency. But the way it was rolled out through staff, it came through what we call the executive uh, session uh, uh, structure. And when we are in executive session, we're only discussing legalities of a matter. And in this case, it was a contract. So we couldn't discuss that publicly because when you're trying to make a deal, you know, there are things that do happen. And so it, it, it may go contrary to what the plan would be of the staff. Case in point, maybe we, I don't know the details of what the conversation was, but the council member would probably know that. But if we're trying to negotiate a salary, I mean, the negotiated price, 
perhaps we had talked about it publicly, you would have had others who would try to undercut or, or do some other things with the cost that we couldn't afford. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. So what we have is have to keep legalities, the legal conversations in executive session, and we can't bring that out. I mean, you, I mean, if you do, you run the legal Well, session. the general public is not invited to that uh, right. Right. session. Right. Yes. We will post it. Right. Now, by law, we have to post the conversation of legality, of, of the legal conversation, but we can't come mm-hmm. back out and discuss mm-hmm. until we have had a chance to, to, to come back through the legal uh, process and discuss it around the horseshoe. Mm-hmm. In this case, when it was rolled out, the public feels that they were left out in terms of giving input. And so we, what we're getting is the pushback because you have a hospital that's being proposed uh, uh, as a homeless solution concept. We don't really know what it's going to look like because we haven't had, we haven't gotten to that step. But the fact of the matter is the money came out of Prop J bond fund out of that $20 million, I think is that $20 million to pay for the contract just to purchase the bill. So the concern is what are you going to put that's based on a homeless concept that's close to Jimmy Tyler Shear, Keith Park, uh, you have the Dallas Library. Mm-hmm. You have a residential area you know, that's also impacted. All of so these in a stone's throw right. of the hospital. Right. So what, there, what the concern also is, and it's a phrase to me, because my district board uh, constituents have definitely called, is that when you when you look at other, some of these other locations that the city has purchased, they are not in a... Uh, close proximity to a school, for example. Mm-hmm. They're not an arm throw, and some was not an arm throw of, of, of a uh, residential or either a park. We have is Keith Park is our premier park. It is comfortable mm-hmm. to fly park. And so the District 4, when you go in and talk to many of those reps who have been a part of the structure for years, they have put in their blood, sweat, and tears and been put in work in Keith Park, and mm-hmm. they have we have a number of gardens and other structures that we that they have put in off of their own dollars, mm-hmm. along with the have a strong community there who's to protect Keith Park because they use it for health health and health care. For example, they walk the trails, they mm-hmm. run, they work with their walk with their animals. They you know they there's the recreation facility as well. So there's a lot of angst behind you know, not being a part of that conversation early on. So that's the fear of the unknown. We will have a, a virtual call meeting uh, with my district four resident. Uh, I think we're February the 15th. So we're sending that to our district four around that area. Okay. So whatever whatever happens is dependent upon us as a community. As, as Trustee Farmer stated, we've got to stay woke on all of this and stop waiting supposed to tell us what what's going to be and be a part of the conversation on. So I would imagine uh, we could reach out to Councilmember uh, Thomas because I'm sure uh, it reached some of the email from his District 3 resident and they're looking for a conversation as well. So I just wanted to underscore that mm-hmm. uh, uh, piece, but I believe that if the community stays involved we could get, they can get especially around that community the desired outcome that they because they pay property taxes there, they work there, 
they, they recreate there. And so they want to make sure that what goes there affects this property taxes in such a way mm-hmm. that they can get from it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. So, so that's, not, yeah, that's the same thing. And last but not least, we have to also say, well, want the uh, renovation of, proposed renovation of the convention, State of Hutchins Convention Center. We were briefed on Wednesday about uh, changes that, that that group would like to see, and I do support that. We do need to upgrade that convention center so we can begin to attract mm-hmm. uh, groups, you know, like I shared with them, whether it's NAACP, Delta Sigma Theta, the Nurses Association, mm-hmm. but we want to have a relationship. Yeah, and, and, and I, I wondered, that used to be the place where we'd have major concerts, major conventions and different things, and you hardly hear of the, con- the uh, convention center anymore. Uh, why isn't it not hosting things? Why is we not getting conventions and different things that bring money into Dallas like we used to, you know? Right. Well, part of it is that the center is, is old, it's aged, uh, it's leaking. Folks will be surprised how much water damage it has suffered through the years, and we keep repairing the perpetual. Mm-hmm. So you have what I call some environmental and health issues because you don't want to be in a building that suffers from mold and on mildew, you're constantly catching. So you have a facility, for example, in the kitchen area where uh, we have a great chef and we have great staff. But if a major, major convention comes here where you have hundreds of thousands of people coming in full force, we can't serve them in the way that they would like to do that. So we're just kind of wow. antiquated. So, yeah, so that's the main thing. I think we renovate. I think we want to change the entrance to Lamar uh, to connect with what's coming down the road with the bullet train, connecting the cedars and connecting the southern sector. Uh, I think that's, I think it's going to be a good thing. Well, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Because um, that convention center, uh, especially the auditorium, and but the convention center itself is one of the largest convention centers anywhere in America. It's, it's size-wise, it's huge. I was looking at Houston. I've been in Houston several times, been in Vegas, New York. And uh, that convention center is one of the largest. But why isn't it being used like it once was? Right. Well, we've got yeah. to put in some other businesses to attract and put in, as I, as I talk to the kids at who, who manages that, we call it Googleability. So when mm-hmm. we start putting in infrastructure that breeds uh, economic development north and south and east and west, mm-hmm. then you have where people come to town, for example, that want some good old soul food. Well, yeah. they ought to be able to connect and know that and know if they get on that train, that mm-hmm. when I say the train, I'm talking about the short rail or the, 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 the bus, you, uh, some form of transportation connectivity we're talking about, you can come over here and get some Lisa soul food or get to visit. So bottom line is we're pushing for a vote uh, next week and ultimately we've got to run through the state. Uh, for approval with the, uh, the Attorney General and the Comptroller have to look at the proposed plan for financing. But mm-hmm. we're pushing they're pushing us for an election. This has to go to the people because we're looking at we're, we're using state dollars uh, in November is what they would like to have us put it on the uh, on the map. Uh, so people have to say, well, we vote, uh, voted on that. Omni. remember when the city 
uh, uh, established the Omni and purchased the Omni, right. built the Omni, we're also going to have to use that same type of money uh, to, to renovate to support that convention center. So those are a couple of things we, we need to stay woke on, but most of all, thanking you for you giving us an opportunity to just share with our constituents on what is going on. But we have to stay woke, and we have to keep thanking you, uh, Pastor Barnett, for mm, your confidence. You. And, 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 and the folks who, who listen to you, that we believe in you, we support you, and we've got to continue to put the money in to keep the programming on. So we yeah. appreciate everything. Yes, because our people pay a lot of taxes, just like everybody. And I'm not talking just my black folks. I'm talking about people in the southern sector that you, you uh-huh. represent. You represent all people. To, right. It's a shame that you can tell the difference when you cross that river. Now, I've right. argued this, I guess, for 40, almost 50 years now. Uh, it's two different cities, the tale of two cities. Right, you, right. When you leave those skyscrapers in downtown Dallas and go across the river, you look like not only are you going to a different part of the city, you're going to a different country. Mm-hmm. So, it's mm-hmm. so, something, and, and, and you are one of the best council persons we ever had, if it was not the best, because you're fighting for us to get reciprocity on our tax dollars, which right, we don't. Right, we right. don't. Yes. All mm-hmm. right. And I really well, thank you. It. Hmm? We appreciate it. We'll talk a little bit more about the money because we're trying to put it into those underserved areas, historic 10th Street in the bottoms right. and others. And while we have federal money, we're hmm. going to do what we can to help the underserved community. So we'll be back next week and just at least calling in. And thank you so very much. All right. Thank you. You're always welcome. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We've got to take a short break right quick. And... Uh, We'll be right back. The number to reach us is 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? It's I'm going to kick it with the mind, y'all know. It's Yo, Slim, can I kick it right here? Here we go. All right, we're back. We're back. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. And again, we're in the midst of our winter Flesh drive. We got to raise some money. We hadn't raised very little this morning because there's so many hot topics out there. So many hot topics out there. So many topics that people are understood or misunderstood about what's going on. You see, uh, in a way, I know I'm make a lot of you mad now. In a way. It's in a crazy way, but Donald Trump might have been pretty good for us. He might have been, because one thing about it, he got everybody on their toes. We, he got everybody. He's got everyone just vying for a place in this American society, because we're about to go to war. And then some are questions, why should we fight we like for democracy, for something that we don't have? I am not going to stop dealing with voting rights. The right to make it easier to vote for some people. Everybody don't have the same advantages 
that others have. Everybody can't get in their cars, air-conditioned Cadillacs and Mercedes and everything and drive to the boats. And everybody, I, I have uh, something right here. I have my Starbucks bean brought to me. <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie. And, uh, uh, but it's, 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 it's a sad situation. When in uh, the greatest democracy the world has ever known, and you got people fighting to hold people back in, in this democracy, and the people that built this democracy will be affected the most. Black people will be affected the most by what these Republicans are doing. The only thing I hear, I'm wondering, where the Democratic, uh, where are they at? I'm see. I, I maybe I watch. Do I watch the wrong channel? I don't hear nothing but Republicans ads running, them running for seats. Democrats, what, what are you doing? Are you gonna wake up? Do you think people are just gonna go and vote without you advertising at all? What's going on? But we still need to be in a situation. Where we can we can go and to the polls if we have some type of impediment, something to impede us uh, that's physical or something which a lot of people have. A lot of our voters are elderly people. They cannot stand up two, three, four hours and to waiting to vote. Some can stand up an hour. Uh, some have to sit in wheelchairs. They don't want certain things done. But come on, y'all. Democrats, wake up. I'm not partisan, but I'm realist. This is for real. These people are really trying to steal the right to vote from a lot of people. And I'm just letting you know. And it is done by party. Now, if it wasn't done by parties, if it was done by individuals, I'll call them out. But this is a, a Republican versus Democrat thing that Democrats really uh, have fought fairly well, but they're not fighting strong enough. Come on, Democrats. Let's get on the ball and let's get people to the polls to say have to have their own rights. And those of you who say our oh, voting don't matter, well, answer me this. Then. Why they're trying so hard to keep you from voting? I'm talking about Republicans. All right. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Reverend Wright on line four. Reverend Wright, right. He, all right. He's back. Can we get him up this time? Okay, can you hear me, Pastor? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. All right, good okay. morning. You got uh, a good show going on. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a difficult show because okay, people people say, "Oh no, you you I'm not I, I'm not answering me. I ain't answering nobody." But the truth of the matter is, the truth has not been told from the very beginning. Every time I hear somebody trying to explain 
what was this all about, what Rupert said? It's, it's, uh, they start back in 19, 1930 or 1940. No, this thing go uh, over 3,000 years back. Yes, it does. You're correct. Yeah, Jews were black, and so Rupert was right in what he said. It had nothing to do with racism. No, it, wait, this has that had nothing to do with race, because right now uh, I have uh, two white men in in the on the team with me this morning. Now, and one of them can turn around and tell me I'm Jewish. I wouldn't know the okay. difference. I don't know they are. And uh, Hitler, and the sad part about it, Hitler was a Jew. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, some people don't believe it, but they don't know anything about history. They don't study history. They don't study history because if they study it, they would know that. But she was right about that. But what I also want to let you know is I agree with you with the with the, with the, as far as these parties, the Democrats don't care about it. That's why I said I'm a Victorcrat. I'm not Republican or Democrat because neither one of them care about it. And so I'm a Victorcrat because both of Well, answer me this. Am I looking at the wrong TV station when I see all these Republicans ad is exactly. running Every talking about they go shut the borders down and Biden is is allowing all these illegals into the country and they're gonna put us stop. That's all I hear the Republicans talking about. That's most everything. But I don't even see any Democratic commercials. And they should get on the commercial and say Trump might be the reason why Biden is going through what he's going through, but nobody has said a word, just like you said, they keep the mind quiet and silence kept the oppressor and not the oppressed. But you also That's correct. You also mentioned racism, Pat, but you know what? And I'm going to try to hurry up and go through it all. Until we hold people that look like us accountable, we're going to go through this. So, you know, a lot of them folks saying, why are they getting mad talking about racism when you got black senators, congressmen, uh, county commissioners, councilmen, none of them are doing anything for us. I tried to reach out to, to, to Councilman Thomas before the city voted on it, and I think uh, Carolyn Arnold, because they said she was the only one that voted against it when it regards to this hospital. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, when they shut that down, me and you got on about shutting that hospital down. That was in 2015. Yeah. All of a sudden, we decided we want to try to get the hospital. All of a sudden, the city wants the hospital. And we got, I talked to Janelle, we got people that look like us on that council, and none of them did anything but Carolyn all. Mm-hmm. And that's and a so, sad situation. You know what hurts me the most about that, uh, uh, preacher? Uh, the brothers on there. I'll just come out and tell it. The black men. Uh, sometimes sometimes my brothers act spineless and we have to depend on women to stand up for what's right. And that's what that, that breaks my heart that we, uh, a man when men don't act like men. They sure don't. We used to be men and everybody wanted to be the black man but now they sit back silent. Now, I'm going to get with Janelle and ask him why did y'all vote for that and y'all know we were trying to get that hospital because I already told him that. Yeah. But I want to tell you, too. Oh, they, uh, this has this been going on for years. That uh, yes, Dr. Abel was, was trying to get that hospital. Right. It's been going right. on well, for years. He's been working together. Mm-hmm. He's been working with me and him. And I contacted Casey. He never called me back. And I said, you know what? He won't return your calls? Casey won't return your calls? 
He didn't return my call. I, I, I left a message with Eric, and I said, just take this off because the city needs the public. You know, they said they're going to do a homeless facility, but we've heard that they're going to check the psych hospital. Why would you put a psych hospital next to a school where little kids are? Yeah, well... Uh, it, it, we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of do- and we thank God uh, for the one city council person that is still fighting for. Well, She's she having fight. a fight by herself. I'm talking about Miss well, Carol and all. She yeah, will true. fight and she will stand up uh, by herself and along with school board trustee George Foreman, two women. Well, well, we got to get real men back in our position. Well, but I'm worried about our young black men. They're not young being taught. Men. They're not being raised by real men. They're being raised by women. That's why they, ain't, they don't know what to do. Well, it don't seem like they're being raised by women. I don't know what's yeah. going on when a man wants to stand up for rights, What's for his for rights. rights. In uh, March of this year, we're going to do a national press protest in March in Atlanta, Georgia, on how we're being treated as far as Dallas is concerned. So I wanted to let you know that that's going to take place in March in Atlanta, Georgia. They mm-hmm. want me to come down there and leave it. So mm-hmm. we're going to be doing that. And that's going to show how we're being treated disparately as far as medical is concerned. And so I just want to let you know that. And, and I don't know if you know Bishop uh, Phillip out of Denver or not that was with Dr. King. We're putting together a National Black Contractors Association where we're getting black contractors all over the United States to get some of that money that Biden has got out to prepare these highways and byways. Yeah. Y'all see, they, he's signing these bills with billions of dollars, but we got to make sure we get our share of that money. Well, we put together international contract, black contractors right now all Good. over the United States with Good. black contractors, and we're going to start in Denver, apparently. Because of what they went through, we got them to build houses, highways, and bridges and everything. So we're putting that together. So as we get it together, I'll get with Bishop Phillips and see if me and you and him can get together and talk about it. All right. Those are the things that we're working on. We should. We certainly will. We know about the march and, and, and the protest in March about how we're being treated as far as Dallas is concerned. Okay. All right. Uh, call me at home and uh today and uh, explain more about it. Yeah, we'll talk. All right, then. Okay. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next? So, we have uh, someone on line one, but she doesn't want to give me uh, her name. So, but she's on the air. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay. Good morning. And, and And Gruden talk to you, too. Yes. Good morning. Sir. Yes. Uh, I want to tell you about this homeless man on a bicycle in Dallas. Uh-huh. He, he sells licorice out of his basket, but that's only to get him to come up to your, get you to come to his, his bike because he got business cards. He's on Facebook, Instagram, because he's come up with this idea for shoelaces. And he showed me his shoes. And they were interlaced different colors of some concept that he's come up with. And somebody mm-hmm. must be that. Yeah. And this brother's on a bicycle. Okay. Uh, see, where, where, do, where, where do he be? Where, where, how would I find him? I'm going to tell you where I saw him at. I saw him over there by the bridge. That's where I saw him. Which but, bridge? But I got to test. It's called the bridge for the homeless. The bridge. Right there in downtown South End, down there? Yes, yes sir. Boy, I passed through there, and 
I see just a mob of people. I read he'd be hard yeah. for me to find. I don't know. Yeah, but he's not the only one. There's some brothers interspersed, like in there with them Negroes that won't work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because let me tell you something. You know they open up Fair Park for a warming center, right? Did you know about it? Fair Park. The yeah, center. yeah, I knew about it. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I know about it because I went over there. Uh huh. The first thing they do is they they give you a, a rapid COVID test. Okay. When you come in the door. So if you pass, then you can stay. Then you got to go to security clearance, and the Dallas police and Platinum Security was all over the place. Uh-huh. Then, after you get cleared for that, you sit down and wait. Then they give the women one side and the men another side. The, the men's side had so many black brothers over there that it was it was something. I, I think that was like two or three hundred black brothers on that side. There, there, uh, there might have been some other races, but it was more black men than anybody. Well, wh- what man has been mistreated worse than any man oh, I know in, in America? But what what man has been mistreated the most? See, there are reasons the why certain, man, the thing, the the certain things happen. They don't happen just yeah. because one man is lazy, because he was brought here to work. And he was brought here. Uh, under such dire circumstances that is showing up now some years later. But I'm up against a short break and I'm going to have to go in just about nine minutes. All righty? Okay, thank you. Thank you for your call. All righty, we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, uh, my flesh sheets over there. Things. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Take a pity, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying? What? Yep, yep. Here we go. What is the world coming to? Seems like everyone is running from the truth. All right, all right, we are back and uh, ready to go. God, bring me a call on. Let's try to get as many in. We on. So Imani is on line three. Imani. 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 All right. Good morning, Imani. Uh, Yes. Good morning, Pastor Burnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. I want to thank Dave, the station manager. Uh, I'm I, not able to play it this week because I spent all my money Saturday at the, the jazz club. I mean, the the, the, the the benefit we had downtown in Fort Davis. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to wait a little bit. But I, it's good to see you, Dave. But I want to let you know, uh, we at Powernomics, uh, uh, we are not, we have, uh, us brothers, not, we're not voting this year. I've been voting for 52 years. Mm-hmm. And I've been voting since 1968 to April 5th, April 4th, when Dr. King got killed. I was in going to Vietnam. I got two honorable discharges, Army and Navy. Did you vote in the 68 presidential election? Excuse me? Did you vote in the 68 presidential election? Oh, yes, sir. I've been voting here 52 years. 
But this is the first time mm-hmm. I'm not voting for any more sellouts. I'm not voting mm-hmm. just be voting again because we don't have it. First of all, only time we gonna vote now, we are gonna have somebody gonna have to, uh, you know, address our issues. Mm-hmm. We can't keep voting and voting and voting, mm-hmm. never get nothing out of the deal. So we decided, as a lot of us, <clears throat> young black men, we go, we gonna hold out on this time. Nobody died to vote. We always died for freedom, justice, and equality. We never did die to vote. And I've been voting all those years, but this is the first time that well, I don't, would you want another Donald Trump in office? Well, uh, you know what? We, we, we understand that, that they are the same people. They, they got one God. He's on your dollar bill. In God we trust. And that's, the, that's who uh, you, you can pick one or uh, 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 other. It doesn't make any difference. So the key is we need repair in our community. We need well, reparations. Why, why is it they're trying so hard to steal our vote? Keep us yeah. from voting. I, I'm gonna put it like this: They 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 want to take over the law, but the young people are saying this. They you know they don't listen to your. Yeah, speech. but but and here's what they said. Okay, you know why they're trying to steal it? Because they want to take power. It's about white supremacy. But the well, days of we white understand that. Over. But uh, do you think by not voting will stop them from doing what they want to do, or would it help yeah. them? Well, we'll change our mind if you give us somebody to vote for. We well, don't have nobody to vote for. You tell me who who, who should we vote for? Biden. Well, for what office? What office are you talking about? Well, we talking especially local. I mean, all them people down there, man. They they work for North Dallas people, okay? And we know all of them. Man, everybody take that money from North Dallas. You know that, and I know that. We've been out here. I'm your age. We know they take the but, money from the horseshoe. Everybody around there takes a now, we have had some that have fought well, even though now, yeah. you, now you, I agree with you on the, on that most part but I can't agree with you on the all part we've had some well, decent Al people Lipscomb. we've had some decent people down there that, uh, that, that fight for Al us Al Lipscomb and Diane we hadn't well, had anybody since Al Lipscomb and Diane Bradfield yeah. didn't take the crumb from the master's table okay Come on, let's keep it real. I've been around. You know me and you've been doing this a long time. And yeah. I, I, I worked with each one of them people. But you you followed the money trail. In God we trust. Uh, we followed it for years and we know who doing what. But when they got that money and can put themselves out there, I hope you, the people don't believe us. <laughs> but the people believe those who got the money to, 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 to dress up what they haven't been doing or what they're doing to dress it up and make them look good. That's what they do. And uh, well, you know yeah. that's true. That's the way it happened. You're right. Right. When you said well, most, we- I agree, but I just can't agree with all. We're just well, about, we're in the same spot, just about the same spot. Here's how we vote this time. It's open records. They call it open records. You can look at everybody where they're getting their money from. And right. if you follow the money, then you'll know who to vote for. Mm-hmm. And quit voting just because you know somebody's name. Because we got a lot of people out here just staying in there for years and years and years and years and never doing anything. All you have to do is go in there, open records, look who they they, they work, work for, mm-hmm. find out who they, why they vote, where they vote, and you'll know who they work for. It's yeah. not us. Yeah, you're so right, Imani. You're right. Thank you so I agree, much. I agree. All right. I tell you what, 
I'm just about out of time. We still got a lot of calls that's coming up. We never can get to all of them, but we'll try to do better. Uh, we have a lot of issues. Got a lot of things going on. A lot of things not to be explained. I'll listen to you tomorrow. Explained. All right, then. I'll listen to you. All right. I'll be, uh, I'll be looking for you to be on the yes, air with I'll us on tomorrow. But we got to get out of here. I'd like to thank my producers this morning, and I think y'all got to go. It's been a rough day, but it's it was just rough getting here. Yeah, in the cold. But thank God for y'all. Thank God for the listeners and everything. And may he b- keep and bless all of you. And y'all will listen for us tomorrow morning, 930, Heavenly Joy Church, Marion Barnett Sr. That's the way you get on. Facebook. We're on Facebook.